Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. When you travel around the country this year, realize that every other farm you see has a woman helping operate it. Here in Nebraska, almost three of every 10 farms are led by women. I have one of those strong female farmers with me today on Lincoln Live. Maggie Holub is a fourth generation farmer near Scribner, about 73 miles north of Lincoln. She and her sister were handed the keys to the 580-acre family farm after their father died in October of 2014 from brain cancer. Maggie was just 23 years of age. She's going to speak February 25th in Kearney at the 37th Annual Nebraska Women in Agriculture Conference, where she will tell her story of returning to the family farm. But first, she shares her story with us here on Lincoln Live. Good morning, Maggie. Good morning, Dale. Maggie, tell me about your father first. My, I, I talk about my dad like he's still here, so I don't want to trip people up with that. But he is always in my heart and he's always in my head. So I just I just like to note that because it sometimes throws people off. But my dad was awesome. He is awesome. He was dedicated to the farm and his family his entire life. Um, he loved farming, and that's all he knew growing up on his family farm. And now I have the privilege, I guess, of farming that. Um, he was a really good livestock guy. We had cattle growing up, we had chickens, and we had hogs, so he was really good with livestock, and also the row crop side. He was a jack of all trades, like that's one big thing I remember about him. He could repair anything, he could weld anything, he could fabricate anything, you name it, he did it, he tried it, and he just made everything seem so easy, and he took stuff in stride and was just so patient and so loving. Your dad sounds like my dad and probably a lot of other farmers out there on the scale at which your father farmed and at the scale my father farmed. After he passed away, Maggie, your mother got all the affairs in order, called you and your sister to the kitchen table, slid each of you sheets of paper and said, what? You have the opportunity to farm if you want to. I have, she, she had two sheets ready. She was like, I have two daughters. I need to make this fair. Here's acres for you to farm. Amanda's my sister's name, and here's acres for you, Maggie, if you want to farm. Did you hesitate? Oh, I, I probably did. I, I in the moment I was, I knew I wanted to farm. Like I've always wanted to do that. I grew up with it, and it's in my blood. So I was excited at the moment. Yes, I, I will tell you, I probably hesitate more now going into my eighth year of farming than I did right when I started because I had no idea what I was getting into. Let's put this in context. You were working in Omaha for Farm Credit Services of America when this happened. Is that correct? Correct. Yep. I was a couple years into my career. Um, that was one thing my dad was extremely passionate about. He encouraged learning and education to my sister and I, got us good education and wanted us to have good jobs. Because I think in the back of his mind, he's like, these girls do not need to be here on the farm and live this life every day. Maggie is 23 years old when her father dies. She's in Omaha, working full-time for Farm Credit, 
and now she's asked to take part in the family farm. How far is it from Omaha to get to your yeah. farm, Maggie? From from Omaha, it's about 65 miles. So right. I, was com- I, I made the decision to commute. I moved closer to the farm and then commuted back and forth to work full time and then did my farming on the evenings, weekends, and vacation. And when I started, I only had 280 acres. So it, it was a little bit more manageable, but there was still quite a bit of a learning curve I had to get through. So what does your travel look like now? Do you still live in Omaha or do you live on the farm? Nope. I have bought the home place from my mom two years ago. So I live here where I grew up my entire life. And I now work, my job location has changed. I am in northeast Nebraska. I mainly office out of Norfolk, but I cover O'Neill, Norfolk, and Sioux City. So my travel takes me two hours north and west and east of the farm. Describe in a little more detail what your farm life is like. Describe it for us city folk. My farm life, like a typical day, I'm, I raise 540 acres of row crops. That's, my, that's what I've specialized in. About 320 acres will be corn next year and 220 acres will be soybeans. I've got 80 acres that's irrigated and then the rest is all dry land. I I personally make all of the agronomic decisions. I mean, that looks like picking out seed varieties for planting to what fertilizer goes on, when to irrigate. I do all that myself. I also apply a lot of the fertilizer. If I run out of time, I, I do call on Central Valley Ag Co-op to help me. Um, I harvest myself with the exception of part-time help. And then I also plant everything. So. Most of it's all done by me. I make all the marketing decisions. Another cool thing, I do haul all of my own grain. I've bought two semis that I've added to the farm, and I take most of my grain to Columbus in the ethanol plant in Columbus, and then most of my soybeans go to Fremont. So I try to do that evenings, weekends, and in the mornings when I can keep the truck running from March through July so I can get all my bins cleaned out. So you've mastered the technique of double clutching, is what you're trying to tell me. Yeah. I, <laughs> that's one thing. I, my dad didn't have a semi. We had all straight trucks. Yeah. And I learned how to drive a semi via a YouTube video. So I don't know if I'm really good at it, but I, I attempt and I make do. All right, city listeners, you'll have to Google double clutching just to see what Maggie and I are talking about. (laughs) Maggie Holub is joining me, fourth-generation farmer near Scribner. Uh, She was 23 years of age when her father passed away, and her mother said uh, to her and her sister, here is uh, an option for you, a career path for you to want to take care of the farm. And Maggie, and I understand your sister is still involved, too, all these years past your father's passing. Correct. Yes, she's still actively involved. She's got a cow herd of her own, and they have row crop acres that they farm. And we help each other, but we're still independent operations, too, at the same. And she's got a full-time job. She's a dental hygienist. Maggie, do you have help? Do you have a hired someone to help you out uh, along the way? Not dedicated. I do not have a dedicated full-time person. Like I mentioned before, I have part-time help. So between friends, neighbors, and my significant other, Jeff, 
he helps me a ton, and then my sister and brother-in-law. And if working for Farm Credit Services of America isn't enough, and farming full-time isn't enough, Maggie also is involved in fitness, very passionate about that, a very important component of her life. How does that incorporate with your farming? It's, it's super important. to you. I'm passionate about it because I saw my dad die at 51 years old. Not that he was unhealthy, but you have one body and you need to take a lot of good care. So that's really where it comes from. But um, I'm a certified body pump coach. I teach Saturday mornings in Valley, Nebraska at a YMCA. That's where I started my fitness journey after I graduated high school and college and started my real life career. And then I also teach at a local health club in West Point, Nebraska on Tuesday mornings. And then I have a fitness trailer that I haul around to smaller towns here in rural Nebraska if I want to do some sort of pop-up workout or bring it local here to home. So, I heard you say, quote, we are better humans when we're working out and when we are physically fit. How so? Well, as I mentioned, you get one body, and I'm extremely passionate that everybody needs to take care of that one body you get in this life. I'm a stronger farmer. I'm a stronger person. Everyone else is a better human, better mom, better dad, better brother, so on and so forth in their life if they take care of themselves. So working out is extremely important to me, and I think everybody needs to do it. I, I chalk it up. At, it's, it's like my antidepressant, and it's my natural way of keeping myself calm and my head in the game. Maggie will speak February 25th in Kearney at the 37th Annual Nebraska Women in Agriculture Conference. And I'm curious, Maggie, which is a tougher crowd for you to talk to, women or men? Oh, that's a loaded question. I think it, it depends on the day, and it depends on who I'm talking to and what I'm talking about. I would say I prefer talking to men when I'm in my farmer element, like I'm a, I'm a tomboy if you haven't picked up on that and I've just lived my entire life farming and I I like practical down-to-earth stuff but I really relate to women well too on the banking side and the health and fitness side so I think it, it just depends in what element I'm in what will be your message in Kearney my message in Kearney is to never give up and to always keep pushing always keep bettering yourself Maggie, you're quite an individual, as I said at the beginning of the conversation here. In Nebraska, almost three of every ten farms are led by women. Uh, around the country, it's, it's not quite that much, but you are one of the few people who are making it work, one of the female farmers who are making it work. And this has been fun to live through you because, uh, as I mentioned before we even started talking, and I've told this to other people too, my dad and I were talking once over a fence Uh, And he turned and looked at me and he said, don't do what I do. And I could see in his eyes that he was starting to get worn out. And he just didn't want me to go through the hard work and the commitment and the, the, the lack of some things in his life that had to come because he was farming by himself. He had both cattle and crop. And uh, I could just see, and I turned to him and I said, dad, you don't have anything to worry about. I, I wasn't drawn to the farm. Uh, it's still in the family. It hopped uh, us kids and went over to a, a grandson who is still farming on the original spot and has uh, made vast improvements, modernized the farm. So um, 
Keep up the good work, Maggie. I appreciate it. You'll wow them. You will just wow them in Kearney on the 25th. Thank you. Yeah. Maggie Hola joining me. She's a farmer near Scribner, and she's carrying on the family tradition of the family farm. Thanks, everybody, for being here with me on Lincoln Live.